Welcome back to Escape to the Magic Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Randy. I'm Dak. And I'm Ryan. And in this episode, we're going to talk about how to find peace among 30,000 people. (laughs) (laughs) Why are we all laughing about that? Not the way you thought I was going to go with that, is it? So here's here's the thing is like and we'll get into the episode but yeah it it can be difficult sometimes to go to the parks and there's 30,000 plus people in the park with you and it's hot Florida can get really hot and uh and that's coming from Houston which can also get really hot yeah and so how do you how do you find that spot where you can just kind of recharge your batteries rejuvenate take a break maybe uh get your Put your gears and bearings back in line and and then head back out and enjoy the rest of the day. And and it's 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 more than just the weather, it's more than just the atmosphere like you are surrounded by people. All sorts of people. Strange people. Yes, yeah. right? Uh these are not the people you ordinarily hang out with. They're they're people that are going to they're going to do things that you're like, "What are you doing?" They're going to say things like, "What are you saying?" They're going to Act in ways you're like, what are you doing? I mean, just, you know, the whole time. And you could have one of those moments where it just becomes too much from time mm-hmm. to time for, for anybody. It just is too much. Um, you know, we've had a lot of different trips together with each other, with our families, you know, other groups of people where we've all been at different spots in our life with different things going on. And the result of that is it comes at you a little bit differently each time too. And so I think this is a great episode for us to kind of talk about how do you escape from the escape? Oh boy. <laughs> because you, you're going to need that from time to time. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, I have a couple of girls that um, struggle with crowds, struggle with heat and those sort of things. And I actually started following this guy. I hope it's all right that I call him out. I'm sure it is. He's on Instagram. He, his Instagram page is called Dintroverts. He adds the little D of Disney to introverts. And so, he, you know, again, this episode is not necessarily about if I have anxiety or or those types of things. It's in general. Yeah. Like you say, I think everyone needs a break during the day. It's a lot. You're walking a lot. You're doing. It is not your normal day to day activity, no matter how you want to say that. Going to Disney is is an event. Well, it's not like you're going to the beach. Yeah. Or going, you know, on a ski trip to Colorado where you get to take the evenings off and relax by the fire drinking hot cocoa. Like you are, if you're rope dropping and you're staying up all day into the night, going back to the resort or to your Airbnb late, you're putting in, if you're Randy, you're putting in 20 miles on your feet. <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, there's right. no rebuttal there. Yeah, just I mean, in, like, right? Yes. Yeah. So... Um, <laughs> And even if you're not yeah. someone like Randy, you're still putting in 10 to 12 to 14 miles easily. Yeah. easily. I think you are. So, yeah, you, I, need, you need those spots. I think this is part of, um, again, we've, I think we've modeled our show around this is like setting the right expectations yeah. for your family. And so I think, again, this, this falls right in line with that. You should build in a break. You should build in some sort of escape from the escape. I like what you said there. And and what we want to do is we want to talk about places where you can go to find that, right? Um I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it right now. Unless you're going to your hotel room and you're closing the blinds and the and 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 closing everything out, 
There's no place where you're going to find absolute 100% silence, peace, and quiet or whatever like that. But there are some places where I think you can get to a spot where you can escape the larger groups, where you can escape the larger noise. You can just kind of sit back a little bit and and enjoy everything else in the background and not feel like you're being swallowed up in it and you can just catch your breath. Yeah, agreed. All right. Well, speaking of which, if you want to take a trip, to Disney going off script here. If you want to take a trip to Disney, I'd love to help you with that. I run uh, my own little travel agency called castles, kingdoms, and churros would love to help you set up a trip and escape to the magic so that you can then escape from the escape. Yeah. Uh, no, in all seriousness. Yeah. Travel, um, setting up a Disney trip can be overwhelming at times. And so let me help you. Let me help you through that process. I want you to have the best time possible. Best way to reach me is by jumping on my Instagram account at Castles, Kingdoms, and Churros, and I can help get a quote put together for you so that you can enjoy the magic. No cost, no obligation, just great information. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty low-key about it. I would say, you know, I'm going to help talk you through it. If you choose to use me as your travel agent, I I would love that. But if nothing else, I'm going to give you some good free advice on how how to have a great trip. That's yeah. the most important thing to me. From a Disney expert. From a Disney expert. Yeah. Easy. Certified. Yeah. <laughs> you know, as a lawyer, like Small we're, e as a lawyer, we're not allowed expert. to ever use that word that you're an expert unless, you know, there's certain circumstances. But here you are an expert. You're certified, well, right? You yeah, know? Yeah. I so, mean, I'm certified. There you so, go. you know, that's, uh, you know, in lots of experience. But anyways, highly recommend it, y'all. I think that I think that anything you can do to make your trip more magical um, is going to be well worth it. And especially when it costs you nothing. Wow. Like what an opportunity. Yeah. All right. So we're going to go probably park by park. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, we're just covering Walt Disney World. Is that what we're doing? Just Walt Disney World, the four parks? Yeah, let's stay to Disney World. I think it might get a little confusing if we're bouncing back and forth between Disneyland, Disney World. So let's stay in Florida, Disney World. Is there any place to find peace in California? I, I don't. <laughs> it's so no, tight. It would uh, be. Yeah. yeah. That one so, you're going to be a little bit. That'll uh, be harder. Uh, I do know that there are definitely places. So yeah, but maybe are. we'll cover that in a future one. But I think this is good. You know, we'll talk about the four major parks here at the Walt Disney World Resort you know, with four of them and, and, and being spaced apart as far as they are, um, you need to know what your options are. Yeah. And I don't think it's as hard as people may think it is Yeah, to I find agree. some, some spots that are peaceful. I agree. So let's just lead off. Let's start with the big one. Yeah. Magic kingdom. Right. And let's maybe take like one or two spots. There's probably more than this. I'm sure there's more spots out there that people are aware of and maybe don't want to give the secret off, right? Cause it's their spot, but yeah, let's take maybe our one or two that we have found that, that are, you know, a nice little, I liked how you said that a nice little space where you can get away from the massive crowds. You're never going to escape everybody. You can kind of watch the world go by and kind of recharge that battery. Yeah. Oh, can I start? I have one. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. So if you go to, so in magic kingdom, Go over to Tom Sawyer's Island. So take the, take the boat over. Well, not the boat, the raft. Take the raft up across to the island, and don't swim. Don't don't swim. <laughs> That'll get you or, a or, uh, or you'll lifetime find, ban. You'll find yourself in a different kind of solitude. Yes, <laughs> we don't want that. So don't swim. And what's interesting about this spot is that you know I discovered or we discovered it on our 
the trip that we did, it, it was one, it was either the first run Disney or the second run Disney that we did together. I can't remember which, it may have been the first. But so it's on the My Disney Experience. So if you look at the map, pull up Tom Sawyer's Island, there is a building on the right side of that island. It's not labeled with anything. It's not being used for anything right now. Uh, I think it used to be maybe like a concession stand back in the day. Yeah, there used to be dining over there. Used to, used to be dining, mm-hmm. but it is closed up, but they have seating over there. And it's peaceful. Not many people go over there because, again, there's nothing over there. It's just this building that used to be a, a dining option. So, But there is some seating over there, and you can kind of overlook the water. There's a nice view of the Haunted Mansion. Um you do have to take the raft to get over there. So that may not be, that may diminish a little bit of the peaceful part of it. But if you can get over there, let the kids play in Tom Sawyer's Island, go over to the building, maybe put your feet up for 15, 20 minutes. That's a spot for me. Yeah. I would say Tom Sawyer Island in general. Yeah. It's a great escape in by far the busiest park, right? I think magic kingdom holds yeah. capacity wise holds the most people. So it's probably the park you're going to feel the most overwhelmed in. And when it gets busy there, it can it can be suffocating. Suffocating. Yep. Yeah, that, that's a good word. And and there's, you know, the one you point out is good. There's multiple spots, though, on the island where you can actually find a chair or a place to mm-hmm. sit. Uh, you know, the actual um, uh, leaving part, I it's not like the disembarking of the island, right? You know, it's not. But the part where you go to load up and leave, actually, there's a number of rocking chairs over there oh, where you right, can kind of right. sit. Um, there's a bunch of different areas. There's actually kind of at the top of the island. If you go up to the highest point, there's almost like a little kind of playish area or something like that. But there's some benches around mm-hmm. there. Um, you know, the interesting thing about Tom Sawyer Island is, yeah, people come back and forth, but rarely is there a lot of people over there. So no. it's not difficult to find some place to just get a little bit of peace and quiet. Um, and and it's remote enough and there's enough foliage around that it actually does block a lot of the extra sound that you see from the rest of the theme park. 100%. So in terms of actual quiet and solitude, I think that's about as close as you're going to get in the Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think there's plenty of little spots over there that are little coves and little spots where you can just kind of chill like you said ryan put your feet up the great part about it also is that it allows your kiddos if they want to run around still and play and just have their own release which i think is important um it gives them an opportunity there's there's the ford over there there's all kinds of just different games and caves they can crawl in and out of so great great option i do want to just veer a little bit off script for just a second because as as i look at the map here and i remember this area you know there is a whole lot more island there beyond the fort i was thinking that same thing completely looks like virgin territory and i don't wonder about the opportunity to have a pretty cool attraction in there at some point that'd be awesome magical scenario part 3.5 you know, I just I just wonder about that. You know, we know that beyond Big Thunder Mountain, they're going to they're going to have an expansion out there. And that's going to that's going to be in a different sort of thing. But boy, wouldn't that be kind of cool? Be amazing. That'd I think be it would amazing. be. I think that could be kind of. Oh, cool. I've already. Th- yeah. I mean, we could come back to this at, at a different time. But I've already thought about an attraction. I would move from another part of the park to this particular spot anyway. All right. Sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. Going off script there. So um, 
I'll go, Randy, unless you got one right now. Yeah, off. let's do it. Okay, so mine is going to be a little um, little obscure, but it's actually on Main Street, which you think, my goodness, mm-hmm. Main Street is one of the busiest places. But off to the side, about halfway down Main Street is a little side street. I actually think it's called Center Street. Yeah. And it's a little U-turn area. You can go back there. There's we've eaten like, breakfast there a few times. We've eaten breakfast there a mm-hmm. few times. There's a couple There's of like, tables yeah. and some chairs. Yeah, absolutely. They actually, what's cool is they actually pump in sound from mm-hmm. the buildings around you. So it sounds like you're actually in a working town. I think there's like piano lessons piano going lesson on. upstairs somewhere and yeah, yeah some dentist or something yep. is happening so anyways uh the point is is that you can go back there actually if you go all the way to the very very back there's some benches back there and that's one of the cast member entrances to go backstage but um just a great place and it's immediately what i've thought of when you said it's a place where you can go you can sit you can still see a lot of the action that's happening on main street but you're not completely surrounded by crowds and and people. So, um, for me, Center Street is one of those getaway places that. that and I know we weren't going to bring up Disneyland, but so in Disneyland's version of this, do you remember? Again, not to get off too crazy here, but the time traveler we saw. Yeah, <laughs> I do remember that. You remember that guy who was I like in this that. like 1920s suit yeah. and a top hat? We. I am all right. That's an, that's a, that's a whole episode one <laughs> yeah. day, I think. But yeah, and then he just disappeared. He totally disappeared. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, seriously, yeah. He like, was there, and then he was not. I'm. Com- hey, listen. We. If you watch Milo our, Murphy, I don't wonder if that guy was looking for some pistachios. I tell you what. During our Halloween episode a few weeks ago, we talked about the supernatural and thing you know, having things happen that are unexplainable. I'm like, we saw that dude. And then literally a second later, we turned around and he was gone. Could not find anyway. All right. So then, uh, Randy, do you have one? I do have one. Um, and so this is, this is, I think that um, if you're looking for a place that's just a little bit out there, a little bit different, um, kind of, kind of slightly obscure, not too many people. Um, there's an area in the back corner past Seven Dwarves, and it is a place that Ryan loves to frequent right over there by Gaston's Tavern. Mm, yeah, and, that was going to be my honorable mention. And there's and there's a couple things why I think this is this is a good spot. One, there's restrooms real close by. OK, two, there's a fountain there. So you can you can actually sit on or by the fountain if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so. You know, water can be, uh, you know, the sound of water can be something a little bit soothing for folks and everything. But there's just never a ton of people over there. I agree. Right? And so and there's there's other spots where you can maybe even get a little bit outside of that nook. But just that whole general area tends to not be super frequented. Um, you know, it's a little bit on the way to Storybook Circus, which is also an area that doesn't tend to have just yeah. a ton of people if you can get away from the splash pad during the day. So that would be one that I would highlight. But what I really want to highlight, if you'll let me, are two maybe a little more off-the-wall ideas. So one is, if you're hungry, the place to go and do this at is the Columbia Harbor House. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the upstairs of the Columbia Harbor House, Very which peaceful. is which is right next to the Haunted Mansion. Um, I don't know. It might have, like, some of the best insulation of all of the parks anywhere. but. Yeah. But you can be upstairs and you can be looking down on the crowds and everything going to the Haunted Mansion, on the Liberty Boat as it's going by. Um, and and 
you can just hear the murmur, right? You don't hear the whole thing. And and I've never been up there when there's been a ton of people eating. So you're even kind of, you know, secluded. But they've got areas up there in that upstairs where you can kind of fit yourself into a corner or a nook away from other people. Great place to just kind of take it in. If you need to eat, you can do that too. Yeah, grab yourself um, a lobster roll. And then my second my second one, and this, again, is just a little bit off the wall, but but actually I recommend my place to escape sometimes actually is riding the carousel of progress. Um, because you'll go in and you'll sit down and then the lights go down and there is a show, but this is a moving show while you're going around and the whole thing takes, what, about 15, 10, 15 mm-hmm. minutes or so. Good place to escape. You can close your eyes for a minute. I typically will fall asleep and I just can recharge really quickly in that period of time without a lot of extra stuff going on around me. Do they make you get off? Like, could you just keep? I'm pretty sure they make you get off. Okay. That, that, that was going to be I don't my... know. I've never tried yeah. to just keep going. <laughs> There's some guy that fell asleep in the carousel. We can't get him to wake up. Uh, no. For, so for me, I was going to mention Mickey's Phil Her Magic. Right? Okay. So uh, again, it's kind of one of those where it's a little bit of a, you would do it and you'd say, well, this isn't, this doesn't make me feel secluded at all. Right. Because yeah. when you first get in there, they do pack you into a little staging area pretty tightly. But then once you get in the theater, you can kind of spread out. Again, it's air conditioned, kind of like what you're talking about. Yeah. I would rank Carousel of Progress over Mickey Phil Her Magic as far as like seclusion and like you're saying, a um, little less crowded at first. But for me personally, got the Disney songs going on in the background and the singing and it, uh, just an enjoyable escape, if you will. It's yeah. not a full on like I'm going to get away from the crowd and escape that way but it is a nice air-conditioned escape from a hot florida day yep okay let's move on to another park all right let's do it where you guys want to head next let's do animal kingdom Ooh, animal kingdom for me has a lot of opportunities to get away from uh crowds and so forth so yeah you're i mean you're, you're you're essentially in a forest the entire park is at least. Um, and for me, I think one of those spots, whether or not I'm eating, I love the flame tree barbecue seating area. If you go down um, around to the left of where you pick up your food and go down, there's some seating area right there on the water. And typically it's not very crowded over there. You know, They're not doing any shows that I'm aware of on that water. Um, yeah, they, now that they now say that, kite tails, now that kite tails, tails yeah. has been eliminated, <laughs> you know, yeah. you know uh, my uh, my reservations about being there have gone yeah. away. And during the pandemic, they had some of the um, the meet and greets. I forget what they were what they were calling them back then. They weren't calling them boat rides. Yeah, little boat rides. Uh, um, cavalcades. The, the cavalcades. That's right. Mm-hmm. They would they would float down the you know on the water there. But I think for me, whether or not I'm eating or not, that's just a great place to sit and relax. And it's a great. Like visual as well, right? You look across the lake there and there's uh, Everest going and you can mm-hmm. hear people on Everest. You're, yeah, that's a great spot. And it's covered. It's covered, right? The only thing um, is uh, there are a few cranes or birds that come in that, uh, that want to take a bite of your food. Uh, just so give you, them a French fry. They'll be yeah, fine. Yeah. All right. So for me, a great escape at Animal Kingdom 
is up right by the tree of life. So as you're coming around the corner and heading towards like Kilimanjaro safaris and there's a, it's called creature comforts, but it's a Starbucks. There's a little side trail that will take you onto, they're just called the discovery Island trails. And you will actually get really close to the tree where you can see a lot of the carvings and the details in the tree And there's several different pathways that go through there. It is just so relaxing. And you are definitely away from the crowds and the big groups and so forth. And just a nice place to like just grab a seat, sit down, chill, look at the tree and, you know, take in all the different animals that have been carved on the tree. Maybe give you a little bit of a greater appreciation for the tree. But that's that for me has always been one of those um one of those spots. And you know, a little side note, if you are at Creature Comforts, get yourself a little Mickey Cinnamon, uh, colossal, Mickey, colossal Mickey Cinnamon Roll. I don't know why I couldn't get that out. And uh, take it back there on the trails and, and enjoy it. Take a little break. So I have a couple that are kind of in that similar vein, right? One of them is over in Africa. And this is not one that I've done much, but I, I I feel like this would be worth exploring a little bit more. I think I know where you're going. But when you go over to the Kilimanjaro Safaris and you exit out, there is a place over there called the Gorilla Falls Exploration Trails, yep. right? What else and you? there's a lot of areas where you can go and you can kind of see some, some of the animals out there on the savanna and, and all sorts of stuff. I don't know that there's a lot of areas for sitting but this is a place to kind of get away because this is not one of the things that you're going to see huge groups of people going off to do. It's a little isolated. It's a little bit unknown of what it is you're trying to look at. And similarly to that is over in Asia, they have the Maharaja Jungle Trek, yeah. which is which is a very similar thing. And, and in both areas, they're designed for you to kind of go on the trails to see animals. So you'll get to see some of the more exotic animals like you'd be able to see when you're actually on the, the safari ride. Um, you know, the safari is great it, itself. The Kilimanjaro safari is great. It's not super peaceful, though. You're, you're, on, a, you're on this big truck. Oh, no. You're bouncing around. There's a bunch of people all over the place. It's, it's a hard way to enjoy it. So if you want to be able to see some animals a little bit differently without all of the, you know, extra stuff that goes with that, you know, go on one of the treks and take some of the trails and see, see what's going on out there. It's a place to do it. Yeah, we did the gorilla trails. Um one time right early in the morning. Uh, so we did Kilimanjaro Safari and then we did the gorilla trail right after that. Cause they're right next to each other or pretty close to each other. And we just happened to catch it right at the moment that they were letting the gorillas out for the first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. It was amazing Yeah, because what the, I don't know if you've seen this, there's a, there's a series on um, Disney plus about, the cast members in animal kingdom and all the things they do with the animals. But what they do is they will create these adventures for these animals by hiding their food or making games out of it. And so it was so great to see these massive gorillas come out on the trip or out in their enclosure and search for their food and sit there and just like enjoy their breakfast. 
these huge silverback gorillas. It was, it was great. So I agree with you. That's a, and you can go at your own pace. That's the biggest thing is like, no one's pushing you through. No one's forcing you to like, you know, go fast. Not a cue you're waiting in to go and do this. This is a go and enjoy and see. Mm -hmm. And, And that's why I like the discovery Island trails. You mentioned very similar, by the way, all throughout Animal Kingdom, there are different spots where you can go down a path to see animals. Yeah. Right? I mean, that is really the purpose of the place. And, and you can get, you can see some, some really unique ones that you just don't get to see in other places. Totally agree. Ryan, any, uh, any other ones? No, any I, other I think, animals? I think you guys hit the mark on that. I, I think an honorable mention that I wish, <clears throat> let, me, let me backtrack. There have been very few times where at Pandora at night, if you can get there and the crowds are low, that is, in my opinion, probably yeah. the most peaceful spot. Yeah. The music is, is beautiful. It's relaxing. It's soothing. The ambiance, the lighting. But it's so crowded over there most of the time yeah. that you don't get that. And, and that's why I didn't really go yeah. there at first. I, I agree with you. It, it That one's going to be crowd specific. There are places to sit and enjoy. Mm-hmm. And if. Um, typically it's, you're going to find that later in the day towards closing time, right? If animal kingdom does, first of all, it closes earliest out of everyone, right? I mean, pretty consistently six, seven o'clock is a late day for them. Right. So, um, you know, it's, it's going to close a little bit earlier. People aren't going to stick around. It's not really a full day park still. I mean, you can stretch it into it if you really want to, but after a while you're like, all right, let's go do something else. So, um, you know, sticking around is fine. If you're looking for something earlier in the day, that's not the area I go to. So. Yeah. The only honorable mention that I'll bring up there is that back trail. So out of the backside, out of Pandora, that kind of leads you towards the uh, Lion King show. Um, that back trail, that's actually where their overflow for, Flight of Passage queue when it gets super long. Oh, yeah. But um, that back trail is, generally speaking, if the queue's not there for Flight of Passage, it's usually very peaceful, very quiet. So, again, if you don't want to be on the main trek going into Africa where a lot of the crowds are that run right by the, the Tree of Life there, taking that back trail from Pandora uh, is generally not very crowded. And... No side note, if you're a Club 33 member, that's where Club 33 is for Animal Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So. The, the uh, Harambe house. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. All right, let's keep it moving. Uh, let's go to, let's go Hollywood, and then we'll finish up at Epcot. Hollywood Studios. So I'll kick Hollywood Studios off. This is, I'll actually mention a place that um, we covered in a previous episode, and that is right over near Muppet Vision 3D. So as you're heading towards Galaxy's Edge, um, there is this area, and and it, in my opinion, it's it's not super conspicuous as to what it is, right? But you can go down a couple of different pathways that look almost like alleyways to a certain extent. But um, one leads back towards you know Pizza Rizzo and Mama Melrose's, and the other side you know takes you over to Muppet Vision. But it's an area of the park that doesn't get a lot of foot traffic in general. The only people that are going to be over there are going to be there for one of those attractions or the restaurant itself. And you can find yourself a nice little corner just to kind of sit. There's benches and there's places to go. You know, Dak and I, you and I, we did this once. We both grabbed a churro one time 
And we just kind of sat back there, I don't know, for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Ate our churro in almost silence. (laughs) (laughs) Sweating from the top of our bald heads. Yeah. And, um, you know, but but able to just kind of recharge for a few minutes, let our feet rest and and keep going. There's some shaded areas if you are willing to kind of sit on the ground. If you wanted to sit on the benches, it might be a little bit harder to find some shade. But it is a very quiet part of the park. Yeah, I would agree. So uh, Pizza Rizzo, man, it it literally saved my sanity one day. So it was just a particularly hot day. You know, one of those 101, 102 days in Florida. And just the humidity level was at like 140%. It just felt like you were walking through a cloud at 103 degrees. And I just looked to my wife and I'm like, I have got to get inside somewhere and get some AC now i was just i felt like overwhelmed and so pizza rizzo again it's back in that back corner so it's typically not very busy and it just it saved us because we were able to go in there and probably not my first food option choice but we grabbed i think some breadsticks or something like that grabbed some cold drinks and we're just able to sit at a table and chill for a good 20 30 minutes and that's all we needed to get going and and get back on track as far as being recharged. So good call on that. Ryan, you got one? You know, I think Hollywood studios, I think for me is it's, it's, it's a tough place to find a spot where you can get some legitimate peace. I, I like big band music. So I probably would go sit on, what was it? Sunset Hollywood Boulevard there at that corner. Um, try to find a bench, listen to some music. Um, you know, I, I think at Hollywood Studios, if I'm looking for a place to relax, I might just go over to ABC Commissary. That it's it's a quick service restaurant where there's ample yeah. seating. Um, maybe grab a salad. I don't know. Um, trying to think where else in Hollywood Studios I can find some. Oh, maybe Walt Disney Presents. Go catch the the latest movie there. It's peaceful in there. Um, so when you mentioned ABC, I. Commissary. I was thinking of the Backlot Express. Backlot Express, same thing. I would say b- both of those could do that. Backlot yeah. Express, you're going to have outdoor. You know, it is enclosed, but it is outdoors, yeah. right? Whereas ABC, you're going to be inside air conditioned. But both of those are good quick service options that are quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Typically not too busy uh, for the most part. It, it, obviously, it's going to have its moments. The other thing I was going to mention when you mentioned, uh, Ryan, when you mentioned Sunset and Hollywood, uh, those two main strips, there's a row of shops that you can go shop to shop to shop without actually stepping outside a lot like you can in some cases on Main Street. But on both of those streets, you can go literally from one shop to the next. Again, there's not really going to be any places to sit down in the shops, but it's air conditioned. It gives you a chance to kind of chill out. If it's not a very busy time, you know, you can just kind of, again, recharge and find a space where, for me, Hollywood has been one of those parks that, for whatever reason, is just hot. It just feels hot all the time. A lot of concrete. And so, um, you know, Magic, Animal, even places in Epcot, I feel like I can find shade. For whatever reason, Hollywood just does me in when it comes to the heat. Yeah, the, the the shade is few and far between there. It is a little more difficult. I would say that if you're looking for places that 
are likely to have some shade. There are tables and benches around Echo Lake um, that are not directly attached to a particular food stand, but it is places for you to be able to sit and eat and and just kind of recharge a little bit. Um, Those are good places. And another place, actually, in the back corner, right around the corner from Walt Disney Presents and the Voyage of the Little Mermaid, which isn't there anymore, you'll find the Star Wars Launch Bay, and there's not a lot going on back there anymore, right? There's a little bit. The, the launch bay has been reopened. There's some merchandise shopping you can do. But there's just not a lot of foot traffic. And so another potential place for you just kind of just escape from everybody for just a couple of minutes. I would say a good honorable mention. Again, probably the queue getting into it. It's not going to be the most enjoyable experience. But man, go hit you up some frozen sing-along. It's a nice air-conditioned building. You get to sit down, get off your feet, listen to some nice Frozen songs, maybe see uh, Anna and Elsa, a little bit of Kristoff. I think that's a good option for, again, a more interactive uh, air-conditioned break. Yeah, absolutely. And also, too, just real quickly, uh, as you're walking towards Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster, on the left-hand side, you have those snack areas. I just remembered. Right. Uh, Fairfax Fair, um, Rosie's All-American Cafe. Yeah. And get you some pretzels, some fruit, um, ice cream. And there's some seating back there that we've taken there, advantage of. There, there the can be. I, my, I would just say the one caution there, those areas tend to be at certain times of the day overrun. Right? No, that's true. And so, and so there's no seats to be found. But if you get there at the right time of day, you, you can probably snag something. Okay, right. so our Moving last park yeah, Epcot. is Epcot. And and this is a place, I think, that honestly is pretty easy. Yeah. Um, there is a plethora <laughs> of, of quiet options available. I know the two that I'll highlight, but... I, I can't help but think, sorry, side note here, I can't help but think of the three amigos. <laughs> Would you say there is a plethora? A plethora? <laughs> <laughs> of pinatas? All right, so who's going first uh, with Epcot? I can't, I can't get. I do not have the intelligence or the intellect. <laughs> <laughs> I need. I need to watch that with my sons. Oh my gosh! All right, here, yeah. So I would agree. Epcot is one of those places that have a lot of nooks and crannies and just different spots throughout the park where you can, especially around the World Showcase, where you can just kind of like go to the back of that pavilion. Uh, the first one that comes to my mind is actually Morocco. First of all, it's beautiful back there. The tile work and the, um, I don't know what they call those guys. Mosaics and stuff. Yeah, yeah. they just phenomenal back yeah. there. And it's one of those where you can kind of wind back a little bit further into the pavilion than you can in some of the others and just sit and chill and have a snack there and just kind of, again, recharge and rejuvenate. Um, probably not going to be air conditioned. Uh, definitely not going to be air conditioned, but absolutely a place you can go and get away from some crowds yeah i would you know sticking in the world showcase again i think you can find this in most of the areas uh probably not in mexico there's not a lot just because that's that's primarily within the pyramid itself but um other than that almost all of the other countries are going to have some spot where you can kind of get away but the two i would highlight actually and they're right next to each other, is both Canada and the United Kingdom. 
Um, one of the things that sometimes people miss out on is when they go and explore Canada, actually there's some waterfalls back there. Yeah. Gorgeous. Um, absolutely beautiful. And it's a great place. There's, I, I mean, you go back there, there's almost never anyone back there. Um, it's also the way that you get to Les Seigres, uh, the steakhouse, right? And so, um, that's my French Canadian. Yeah, wow. Canada, Canada I'm, has I'm a impressed. Right Canada now. has a beautiful waterfall feature. Yeah, that is right literally there. exactly what oh, I just sorry. said. I didn't, to, I didn't mean to steal your thunder. <laughs> I mean, literally, I just said those words, waterfall. <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> um, but right next door to it is the United Kingdom, and behind the United Kingdom, there. There are some garden areas and benches mm-hmm. and places to yep, sit. A little hedge made. A little, yep. Yeah, kind of. You know, it's short. Um, yeah, yeah. But, you're but not getting lost in that maze. You're no, not no, going to no, get no. lost. But unless, there's places to sit. you're a four-year-old. The only time that, <laughs> yeah. that the UK is not a quiet, peaceful place to go to is there is a stage back there. And on occasion, there are bands that will play. So obviously, that wouldn't be the time. You're not going to find that over at the waterfalls in Canada. But those are two of the countries that I would highlight, I think, where you can just get Honestly, almost totally peaceful back there. Yeah. And a little pro tip uh, back in the United Kingdom, a lot of times like Alice or Mary Poppins will mm. be there. And typically it's not a long line. And so either yeah. one of those characters will spend a. And that's also where back there, that's where uh, used to have the Winnie the Pooh meeting. Yes, that's right. That's oh, right. So yep. mm-hmm. yeah, back there. good place to meet characters. You get. Probably a little bit more time with them than you would in another location like a Magic Kingdom or something like that. Uh, so I'm surprised that, Randy, you did not go to France because that's where I'm going. If I need a if I need a little break, I'm going to go catch Impressions de France. Here's why I didn't go there. It only shows like twice a day now. You'd have to time it well. And and the rest of the time is the Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which is not going to be a peaceful experience. No. <laughs> But so I, but I did think about it. I did think about it. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm surprised it's only twice a day. I'm sad. I'm saddened by that, actually. I yeah. think that's a show for me that's been timeless. And it's always been, even though like I, when I, when I go there, I, I'm not technically resting because I actually enjoy the show. Yeah. I enjoy the music. I enjoy the visuals, even though they're 40 year old visuals. I, I enjoy the show, but it is a nice, peaceful place to, to get some rest. So my last one for Epcot is it's kind of a weird building. So it's it's just off of Test Track and you kind of cut through and it bumps you right into Mexico. It's actually called the Odyssey Building. I don't know that by heart. I had to look it up on the map. But it is a nice little cut through, number one. And then number two, it is never busy. Like there's no one there. You're shaking your head no? No, no, they've closed it down. Are you kidding me? So they use it now for special events and you got to find another place. Yeah. So I, that was one place I like to used to go to, but they now kind of close it down. Um, you know, there is a dining option that's been in there that they open up for certain festivals at times. They used to have a really cool immersive room. They were showing you this is the, this is Epcot and kind of the future. Yes, there that's where they showed where they were going to do the Mary Poppins yeah. that got scrapped. <laughs> they've all, they've all, they've shut that all down. Um, last time I was there, it was open because it was for a special wow. festival where they had some food options. And then after that was over two days later, you know, the building was closed down. So, it's a very hit and miss. It was a great cut through. It's unfortunate because now you got to walk all the way around outside. Um, but yeah, sorry, ran on your parade. Wow. Okay. Well, then my new honorable mention would be in the Living with the Land Pavilion. Yeah. Uh, 
that's a great place. Big, big area there. You know, Sunshine Seasons is there. Soren is in there. Garden Grill is in there. So I think that's a great pavilion to kind of go in, chill, get some AC. You're not going to necessarily feel overly crowded. So I, And I would say, if not for the actual boats on Living with the Land ride, that's a nice, soothing ride. Yeah. Just the boats are extremely uncomfortable. <laughs> Which is weird sure. because, like, I don't feel that way on Pirates. I think Pirates are average uncomfortableness. But Living with the Land, it seems to be just, wow, these are really uncomfortable seats. But Yeah. Anyway, that's besides the point. All right, that's all I had. I I, I will say one one more thing. This is kind of way out there but we talked about the parties which initially you're going to think what are you talking about a party is not relaxing but one thing to maybe take into consideration is if you have someone within your family or group that doesn't do well with a lot of crowds a secondary option might be booking one of these parties so after hour parties or uh, halloween or christmas parties typically the crowd levels are a little bit lower Typically, it's at night, so it's a little bit cooler. So it's just a secondary option. Again, uh, just to throw out there, if you have someone you know that really struggles when, especially if you're having crowd levels that are the seven, eight, nines, um, you know that's a, that's an option for you. Yeah. And as I think about it, I would be remiss. I think if we left Epcot and I didn't just say, Spaceship Earth can also be a great place oh, to get yeah. away. I oh. mean, you know. Yeah, there's narration, there's scenes and stuff, but you're on a moving track. It's quiet, it's dark. You can probably take a little bit of a nap. Um, I've done it before, <laughs> you know. And, and and I would also throw in, I would also say probably the same goes for the people mover in Magic Kingdom, right? Another good oh, place. Another to, great is, place. Is while you're while yes. you're moving along, you can just kind of you're there, but you're removed. Yeah. You know. And with that in mind. If you really want to be able to take the experience of Spaceship Earth home with you, here we go. <laughs> you can check out the Magic Candle Company. Magic Candle Company um, has all sorts of different kinds of scents and smells and different iterations from the Walt Disney Parks. And, um, of course, your favorite Ryan, Roma's Burning, is available <laughs> as well. And you Great, can, smell. You, Great smell. You too can feel like um, the fall of the Roman Empire if you do it, but visit Magic Candle Company. If you use our promo code ESCAPE, you'll get 15% off. Not a bad deal. What Not a, deal. a bad deal. Awesome. So well, our magical scenario this week, fellas. All right, here we go. So magical scenario. If you could live in any hotel. So this is not like we're going to the parks to visit. You are actually living in the hotel. This is it. Like, you can't say, I'm going to live in Pop Century, and then next week I'll be in, you know, New Orleans. What does this mean, live in the hotel? So let's like, so you get say, to take advantage of all the amenities. All and, the amenities, everything like that. Uh, but your home well, God, is, <laughs> is the hotel, right? So you're going there, and and that is that is the place where you live. Okay. Uh, Easy. Uh, go ahead. Whoa. Go ahead. I think we know where Randy's going. No, I. I you're not going to see this coming. Really? You're not going to see this coming. Really? Yeah. I'm going to go live in the Four Seasons. Oh, okay. 
Wow. The I Four Seasons, not. the Four Seasons in Orlando actually is located in Golden Oak. It is on Disney property. There are people who live in the hotel because not all the Four Seasons is hotel area. Some mm-hmm. of it is condo area. But in Golden Oak, you get all of the amenities available to you. It's There's concierge service. There's shuttle service to and from the parks. You get all of the extra benefits that come with it. You get all the themed this and that and everything else. I, I say that just because, yeah, you know, that's about as bougie as you get. And so, and so if you want to discount that one because it technically maybe not doesn't fit into it, then I'm, I'm of course, going to live in my home resort of the Polynesian. There you go. So I, I cheated and gave you two for one. But you didn't see that coming, did you? No, I, I thought you were going straight that. to the Polynesian. Yeah, yeah I thought you yeah. were going straight poly. Or, yeah, or, I, or, that know, was the easy way out. So I had to do something special here, you know. Yeah. Brian, you got yours? You, uh, want me to go? I, I, you go. I'm still thinking. All right, so for me, I'm going, I know this big shocker for you guys, I'm going West Coast. So for me, it's the Disneyland Hotel, but it would be the Disneyland Hotel Suites. So they have mm, up on the good. top level of each of the towers there at the Disneyland Hotel, they have different themed rooms depending on which tower you're in. Yeah. So the towers are like Adventure Tower, Fantasy, yeah, yeah, you know, the tower. So for me, it'd be obviously Adventureland because they have a Pirate's Room Suite that is just decked out and the decor is all pirates themed and the all the everything is just uh, amazing. So for me I would live in the pirates suite uh there at the Disneyland Tower. And every day you get home you say, "Ah, where's my dinner? <laughs> where's my dinner at? Yeah. Bring me my ale." <laughs> all right, so I think if I am choosing a resort and this is going to come as a shocker, I'm going to base my decision on the food options available to me. Ooh. Surprise. <laughs> of course. So I think probably I'm going to go to the beach club because oh, of nice. Cape May Cafe, which okay. I still, it's between that and Boma as my favorite buffet on Disney property. So you get the beach club, you get the, the, the decor, you get the nice pools, um, and you get to eat at Cape May Cafe for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Listen, at night, I'd even let you get away with sneaking over to the yachtsman, get a little steak dinner. Yeah, it's all connected one all way connected. or another. Yeah. So, you know, I'll say, and I love that. I think that I think that's great. You're thinking way beyond even the scope that I was thinking at. And and in fairness, I probably shouldn't say the Four Seasons. It's not a Disney-owned hotel, mm-hmm. so, so it really is outside the scope. I go with the Polynesian because... You can have one of the bungalows right out there on oh, Bay Lake amazing. with a perfect view of Cinderella Castle yep. when Happily Ever After happens every single night. The music is piped in right there onto the beach so you can still watch a good chunk of the fireworks show from your your bungalow with the music. You've got it there. Polynesian, in my opinion, has probably the best pool of all of the resorts, it definitely has the best quick service because of Captain Cook's, yes, uh, sir. Oh. you know, pulled pork nachos. So you for me, up, that's your little Hana breakfast. Oh my on. gosh, you get that 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 French toast that no, they, the Tonga the toast. Tonga toast, and oh and, and you have a Dole Whip stand there available. Yeah, that's pretty hard to beat. That's uh, hard. To, that's hard to that. beat. It's yeah. hard to beat if you yeah, can't be in the Four win. Seasons. Yeah. <laughs> I think you win this round. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, I think all were good. Well, maybe not yours, Deck. Um. <laughs> Man, when I hit the lottery, when I when I hit the lottery, you guys are uninvited to my pirates. No, <laughs> no. You start talking. I'm going to come in and start talking like a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> you start talking about the amenities Randy just 
you know, that's on that's rambled off with the the food and the pool and the fireworks. Yeah. And for me and for me, the smell of the ceremonial house is is the best of the hotels. I think it's I that's just for me. There's others. They all have their own unique scent. Right. But the, the Polynesian ceremonial house has one that I just, you know, this episode has all been about the escape. Boy, there's not much a better of an escape than going to the islands of Polynesia. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I was going to say. I mean, the the grounds at the Polynesian are just, I mean, well, you guys, you've been to my yep. house. It's like I designed my backyard based on the Polynesian resort. Yep. Like I absolutely did that. So it, you're right. Randy wins this round of he magical does. scenarios. He does. We will all be staying in our own individual bungalows at the uh, Polynesian. Love it. Awesome. Sleeps eight to twelve. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a fun episode, y'all. All right. Yeah. So well, don't forget to go on our social media sites: Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We are at Escape to the Magic Podcast. Give us a like, and you know, go on when you find the podcast. Go on and follow us. Subscribe to us so that it drops automatically uh, every Wednesday. Uh, it really helps out the show when you do subscribe to it. So. Um, do that for us give us a review if you give us a review we probably I mean not probably we more than likely we'll read it on the air and give you a shout out unless it's an ugly review we're not going to read that we may make fun of you if you do that yeah. you keep those thoughts so to actually yourself. we may read it but we yeah. <laughs> but it may not go the way you think <laughs> yeah you stop you stop writing into the show mom this is my last time <laughs> <laughs> just kidding uh, alright thanks everyone have thanks, a great guys. day bye